This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Twitter Spaces. Um, yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? Uh, welcome to the championship, uh, Mr. Edwards. Justin, are you there, sir? Evening, Peter. Evening. Evening. Well, well let's get straight into it. What did, what did you make of that, sir? Well, it was poor, actually. Although it was a one-one draw, and we, we've, we've taken a point, we we could very, very easily have lost that game. And I never, ever want to see Saar take a penalty again. I remember the two that he fluffed against Man United last season. He doesn't look confident striding up to t- to take a penalty. So really, yeah, we've got to find someone who's confident from twelve yards. Um, but yeah, no, not a great game. I didn't think. I thought it was pretty poor, to be honest. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, very similar. As I said right at the start, welcome to the championship. Um, I, first of all, West Brom, I think, in, you know, fair play to them. You can see the difference that somebody like Steve Bruce, what they can do, because he's got a good record in the championship, and he'll set up to attack people. He's not the defensive coach that he is once he gets to the premiership. And he's, they, they, they bought well. They were strong in midfield. They overran us in midfield and we did nothing to change the numbers in the centre of midfield. But it'll be interesting to see what everybody else's opinions are um, as as we go through this, because I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who want to do so. I know we've had a a number of uh, already um, five word match reviews, so we will get to that. In regard to the penalty, and it'll be interesting to see if anybody else was like this with with me. Um, I have a habit of annoying my son greatly. It's one of my great hobbies and I enjoy it. Very, very much. And um, I, I did what I imagine almost every Watford fan who remembers that Man United game said. He'll do a stuttering run-up. 
He'll wait to see if the keeper moves, and the keeper will go pretend to go one way, and then he'll put it exactly where he put it both times against Man United, because that's sort of how he takes a penalty. Deeney had a great um, a great form in penalties because he would blast it. And what goalkeepers in the top four divisions, in the top five divisions do, is study the form of the penalty takers. They will know where he's going to go or what he did last time. So if you keep doing the same thing, you'll get what you always got. Very wise after the event. My son swore at me and told me to shut up, but there you go. Um, <laughs> I mean, there was obviously more to it than that. I mean, you know, the midfield looks toothless. I don't remember us getting the ball over the halfway line for the first 11 minutes of the second half. Um, yeah, there's there's many, many things to look at, and I'm sure we're going to cover them all. And I do know that a certain uh, resident of Florida is seething, um, as he's already told me so. Oh. So that could be very explosive when we allow Uncle Ron on. He will come on. He will come on and we'll, we'll, we'll have him in shortly. And anybody else who wants to, as ever, make your opinion, positive, negative, anywhere in between, rant, say what you want. One thing, though, that that we said all last, all, all last season is that Saar, for all the penalty frustration... He is a player of moments, and boy, oh boy, did he have a moment on the 12th minute. I mean, all the guys who've gone up there and seen what will be looked at as a defensive, you know, kind of, uh, I don't know, not masterclass, hardly, because we got. I personally think we got away with it, but it'll be interesting to see what people's opinions are. That, that moment, that touch, turn, and the, the awareness to have the shot was great. I just wish he'd hit like, like that when he had the yeah. penalty. I've waited my entire life as a Watford fan to see a score one of them, and uh, now I have. <laughs> I've seen other teams doing it, but uh, not us. So, yeah, great goal. Can't take anything away from the goal, but apart from that, it was not a classic match, was it, really? Not really. Well, there you go. There's, there's the positives. So, to provide some balance, let's look west across the Atlantic to the peninsula that is Florida and say, good evening, Uncle Ron. How are you after that? What a setup, and he's not there. Where's he yeah, gone? Yeah, I don't know. He oh, disappeared. He's not on did, as a listener or anything at the moment. He'll come back. I, I did all my best work, and then yeah. the internet <laughs> lets us down. What can you do? Oh, hello, he's back again. He's back again. Oh, well, I'll be having a go at him about that. Uncle Ron, we'll give it, give it one more go. Uncle Ron. I'm here. I couldn't hear you for oh. some reason. Oh, never there mind. There he is. Hello, Rupert. How you doing? Your timing there, I have to say, was poor. It was even what you might describe as cleverly-esque. But you're back now, so that's fine. What did you think after after those 90 minutes? Let's hear from you. And anybody else who wants to get in, please press the request button. We'll get everybody in tonight and hear what your thoughts are with regards to what was a point away at West Brom. We need to take that on board. We need to remember what's on the, on the score sheet. But, Uncle, what were your thoughts, sir? Um it was a it was a lucky point, and I thought it was an absolutely atrocious display. Um, there are several problems with the football club. Um, regarding tonight, I thought it was a horrendous managerial. I don't know what you call it—a display from a manager. Um, the formation was clearly not working, even after we scored or before we scored. And I feel he's made a terrible rod for his own back, making Tom Cleverley the club captain. Um, he's gone. He's finished. He's, and I've said this all summer. Um, he's 33 next week. 
And it appears to me that Rob Edwards was frightened to sub him, frightened to change the tactics, and it was terrible management. But I'm not going to say Rob Edwards out before anyone attacks me, but we have to say things as they are. That was very poor management and extremely concerning to me that he was not prepared to change the formation or take a player off who was a passenger. But the main problem is the owner, Pozzo, and I've said it all summer. Um, the worst thing about tonight was Watford spent um, £11 million on Okoy, the goalkeeper, and Bayo, and neither of them could even make the subs bench. So he's prepared to spend £11 million on two foreign players like that, and I say foreign not disparagingly, but bearing in mind the rule of eleven that's been said, um, also you mean not you mean non-homegrown, non-homegrown and, and, yes. in, in that in that context. Yes, of course. Uh, one of the things, and I and sorry because I don't know which uh, which commentary you were listening to, and it'll be interesting if the guys in the UK, if anybody else heard this, do do confirm whether or not I'm just dreaming. They did say that he that Okoye was got a knock in the warm up, but I got told in the earlier part of the day that he hadn't travelled. So whether or not that was a knock in training or a knock in the warm-up, it would be interesting if anybody was there, was, um, you know, was Maduka Okoye there? Because, no, I don't disagree with you. The, the lion's share of the money that's been spent has been spent on those two gentlemen. And if they're not going to be in the squad for whatever reason, it does pour, shall we say, scrutiny on the management of the club. Now, whether you go for... Mr. Pozzo, which you absolutely do, Uncle, and that is absolutely your right to do so here. Um, or whether you look at um, at uh, Cristiano Giretta, who's been the technical director since uh, Giraldi left. Who knew that we might look on Giraldi with, uh, with, with, with a rosy glow after a couple of years? Um, not sure. But either way, those guys who are being bought in, I would suggest I, I, don't know, I would suggest the, the, the refusal to make any changes in that middle when we were so clearly overrun and that KMB and uh, Cleverly were struggling and be, being overrun. And, and Yao Pedro was doing a manful job coming in, but he's also got to get up there and be the attacking threat as well. Um, for him, not making that change seemed seemed very odd. Um, uh, to me, but like you, that's a question for me of, uh, of 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 Rob Edwards learning, learning moving forward. Now, sir, obviously tomorrow night is going to be another, I believe, Tuesday special of the Sunday service move because of the Monday night kickoff. Is that going to be at nine pm UK time? Yes, it will be at nine pm. Yes. Uh, and I believe um, Ed, if he's, I hope he's returned from the Bahamas and is no longer swigging pina colada joyfully. Um, I think he said he thought he might have some news around Tom Deli Bashiro's appearance or lack of that thereof as well. So uh, I presume that that information might be uh, that rumor may be discussed tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That does have some information. Okay, well, guys, if you if you want to hear that and if you want to join Uncle and Ed tomorrow at nine, obviously, please do. Please do. Um, so, uh, look, Ron, we look forward to hearing you tomorrow, sir. Um, we've got uh, we've got a whole host of people who want to join in. So I'm going to jump across to some other people and we'll catch you tomorrow, sir. But uh, we'll, we'll see you then. I'm going to let in um, Alex. Alex, sir, uh, long time no speak. How are you doing? Alex, are you there, yeah, sir? Yeah, can you hear me? 
Hello, mate. Yes, we can. Sorry, uh, guys, when I'm letting people in, uh, Twitter spaces seems to be kind of being a little bit slow tonight. So uh, so do bear with us. Alex, what did, what did you make of, uh, of this evening's efforts? Um, I personally think, like Ron said, it was pretty awful. But I, I just kept having uh, Brentford flashbacks when it was 1-1 deep into stoppage time. <laughs> um, I was convinced somebody was going to do something stupid. Um, so personally, I... was that ex- what, could, Alex? Can I ask? Was that exacerbated when he brought Trusi Kong on? Uh, I mean, you know. To be fair, not to be fair, he was the centre of a three. And it's an awful vision of someone just trying to break it past the wing back and someone diving in. Um, yeah, but I, yeah I, I very much so. Think it's a, I think it's a point gained, not too lost. You could say, "Oh, we should have scored the pen." And um, I will agree with you there, Peter. Um, when he went out for a. a when he went out for a penalty, I was pretty sure he was going to miss it. I know he can say it in hindsight, but it just, I just, I just felt like I knew when I saw him there from four yards. Um, but yeah, I think I don't think it's two dropped. I think it's one gained. Um, I mean, it was a pretty poor performance though. Um, but it was their first home game of the season. They're quite a good side. Um, and of course, they're going to be up for it. Um, kind of first, you'd say first home game of the season. So, yeah, I, I, it's obviously not the best performance. Uh, I thought Cleverly was a passenger, um, but I I knew that in four minutes against Sheffield United. Um, but I think it's one game, not two lost. No, but that's a good way of looking at it. I I sort of was sitting there uh, with about twenty minutes to go, thinking this is like Brighton away last season where the the midfield was just kind of overrun. And then in the following week, we went and bought somebody who was a bit more physical, not the right person necessarily in Sissoko. I hope that this will prompt the fact that we need to have some solidity in the midfield. Um, Justin, Carl and myself did the uh, had a preview with, uh, with the, uh, the Albion show. Um, uh, lovely gentleman, lovely chap called Joe. Um, and we were going through and, uh, you know, Uncle Ron had called out some of the free transfers much earlier on in the in the close season than most, and you know we we saw what Wallace would could do. Uh, Swift wasn't necessarily quite as effective, but they have got a level of um, aggression in midfield that made it feel at times a little bit like men versus boys. They were attacking the ball. We were kind of standing off of it an awful lot, uh, which which was a shame to see. Yeah. Alex, thank you, sir. Uh, I'm just going to jump across because we've got uh, we've got a shed load of people. Uh, looking to join in. Thank you, sir. Look forward to catching up with you soon. Um, we're going to go across to uh, to to Brett. Um, Brett, I'm going to just let you in, and then uh, uh, George and Sahil, I'm coming to you guys. Patrick, Louise, I'm going to uh, Louise, I'm going to come to you. Uh, Paul, Josh, and Vinny. Uh, Brett, sir, if you want to press mute and come off now. Evening. There you go. Now, good evening, sir. Now, you and all of your positivity showed up on last week's uh, 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 Sunday service, taunting Ron into making him feel lovely and fluffy this season. Yeah. Brett is going to be basically taking uh, the combination of Greg and John Parslow's positivity and making them them look like doom mongers. I would imagine. No, no. What did you What did you make of like one one? We're in a team together. I, I need the help, but I'm, okay. I'm happy. Okay. I'm happy. Look. If that's one of the hardest games we're going to have this season, they were smashing us. We could have walked away with it. Yeah, if, if Dennis had stepped up for the pen. And by the way, I, uh, I echo... Uh, oh, I think... Hello? 
Can you not hear me? Is Brett still there? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. I can hear you, Brett. Can you? I can definitely hear you. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Brett, you carry on. You carry on sometimes if, it, if, if I cut out. Sorry, Brett, you carry on. All right. So, look, I, I echo uh, Cooler before said, uh, you know, they were wincing while Sar stepped up. Well, I, I was. I mean, I, uh, and the ref took his time, didn't he? I mean, and I thought, oh, no, it's definitely not going in now. But look. We, what, what, what's Ron saying if we'd walked away with a 2-1 win tonight? I'd say, wow, even when we're backs against the wall, they're absolutely pummeling us. Look, we know that there's gaps in the team. We've got to sort them out. At the end of the day, I'm still backing Rob Edwards as a genius manager. I think he's Graham Taylor incarnate. He, he's basically, he's learning. So that was... That was a that was a harsh learning tonight, but I'm 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 still I'm feeling great. I mean, look, only take one all. That's two games, by the way. So what? Two points a game. Let's do it. We're we're up. No, no, that's all good, positive stuff, Brett. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. I need to send you a tweet about other things we've been talking about. Super. But I think if you if you analyse, and I will do because I've got a coaching and a coach education background. If you analyse the performance and the frustrations that people have, I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot to learn, and we'll need Rob to learn quickly. But we'll also need him to learn over a period of time. He's got to be given that time. And we are yes. unbeaten after two games. Yes, it wasn't a great performance. West Brom is a is, is a difficult place to go. They play and we've well. Picked, and we've they picked up a draw. Hard. They hit us really they, hard. It, as I said, let's say it's it, one of the hardest games we're going to have this season was that. Nah, very good stuff. Very good stuff. Cheers, Thank Peter. you very much. No problem, That's mate. See you soon. That's great Come stuff. Come on, you no, oh, off, he, look, off he goes. Yeah, <laughs> he goes. He, 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 we're going to let him and his positivity disappear off shouting, come on, you want into the night. George, sir, if you want to hit your microphone, you can come on and tell us your thoughts of the game. Are they as positive as, uh, is anybody as positive as Brett? I'm not sure. Um, what do you think? Um, there's definitely improvement needed. Uh, I think the likes of Semmer, Cleverly, and maybe Cabot, well, I think, yeah, maybe Cabaselli because he wasn't actually that good tonight, apart from last weekend. But um, I think someone like Semi needs to be dropped for the likes of Kamara to go left back, left wing back, because him at right wing back is just wasted when you've got the chance of him playing on the on the left and actually being effective. But um... George, George, two questions, if I may. Question number one, which I think everybody is asking, is have you got Sweet Caroline playing in the background? And how's that? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, respect for that. We may have we ha- we may have Cisco Munoz on the line. We don't know. George may be masquerading, but I doubt it. But with what ten or fifteen minutes to go, when he brings on Gaspar, it was fifteen minutes to go, and he takes off Kamara. Were you doing what I was doing, which was again in my case annoying my son by screaming at the TV? Why don't you take Semmer off and switch him across? Yes, I think everyone was saying that. Even the people in the stands, I wouldn't be surprised. George, I'm so pleased that you are joining me in annoying my son. I will go and tell him. I will go and tell him at some point. This is very good. So, so two games, four points, reasonable start when we look at the points. One decent performance, one performance that, I, I, you know, yeah, we've got away with it from home, but, but we did get away with that. How are you feeling in the early days? It definitely could have been worse. Like, we definitely could have been battered 4-5-1. Um, because they had, I think, 19 shots to their nine on target, and we had, I think, five shots. 
So it obviously it wasn't actually bad to get a draw, but we definitely could have been a lot better considering how good we were last weekend. Um, yeah, yeah. Still early days, but because it's early days and the window's still open, it's now a chance for Gino to put his hand in his pocket and put money into the midfield because with this back five, the midfield's not working. Cleverly's not good enough. And I think uh, we need to give Edwards time. I don't know why fans are calling for his head already. It's a bit obscene. Who, who's calling for his head? I've heard, I've seen people say why are people calling for his head. So they've clearly seen it. So I'm just going to listen what they're saying. And it's outrageous. Oh, well, and then George, George, in that case, uh, George, you're getting the first round of applause of the evening. George, everybody there, because I agree with absolutely everything you said. We've got to, we've got to shore up that midfield and get some, uh, get some, get some weight in there as well. Um, and definitely, definitely, we have to support Rob. My God, we can't. One, we can't thing, let him go um, one thing that hasn't been said yet, Peter, is is that the um, it, it did take a while to get some subs on. When I think the game was crying out for some substitutions to be made from sort of fifty-five minutes, sixty minutes onwards, it seemed to take forever for there to be any changes. And I think only then it was because Sierra got cropped, didn't he? That we brought on Trusty Kong, and uh, it didn't seem to be tactical. I couldn't. I yeah. You know, no, I won't disagree with you. But that's not the cause for to be calling for Rob Edwards' head. I know you're not. Oh saying no, no, that, no, no. I'm not. I, I, know, know, no, I know you're not. No, saying, no, but, no, no, no. But but the point being is that he has to learn fast in this league. Um, you know, he, uh, League Two. This is you know seeing the, the 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 front five that they played today is a different level of opposition to anything he's been, he he will have been up against. Um, they also played very well in terms of when you're playing wing-backs, the danger is behind the wing-backs and drawing the centre-backs out of possession. The other part is when you're doubling up and your full-backs are pushing on and both Townsend and, oh, it hurts me to say Furlong, but, you know, Furlong, pushed on and played some some really effective football against us um, and, and really, really troubled the system that we played. I don't necessarily disagree at all in terms of it saying it's a it's an ineffectual management performance or there are things to be looked at. But I was just I was just getting in terms of George's point there that, you know, he's heard a few people kind of uh, making grumblings and saying off with his head. No, certainly not. Certainly not. Um, right. Carlos, um, if you just want to come in and then we're here, we're coming straight to you. Patrick will be there. Carl, you're, you've been at the game. What do you how think, are sir? we? Yes. How are we, guys? You OK? Yeah, well, we're yeah. OK. Apart from that penalty, all good. Ah, well, listen, uh, there's, there, I've got a few points to make, uh, if I may. Uh, I'll be quick as I can. But, um, I mean, just, just to touch on that last comment, whoever's calling for Rob Edwards' head needs, needs to wobble their fucking head, quite honestly. Good. Because, because uh, last season, I think one of the callers, as I was just listening, mentioned the Brighton game. We would have lost that tonight if that had been, been the previous managerial fucking debacle that we've had before. So, I, I think there's there's... There's a lot of positives to take out of tonight. There's also a lot of negatives, I agree. Um, and, I, and I just want to quickly run through those. Positive number one, Dan Backman. What a performance from yeah. him. Without, without Dan good. Backman tonight, we, we, lose that for, we lose that comfortably tonight. Easily. They, they, they should have smashed us in that first half. So I think all credit to Dan. Um, I've been very critical of Dan. I think we, we've, we've said it all ourselves. But tonight, superb, superb performance. Um, I just want to touch on something somebody said. It might have been the caller before. Um, they called out Cabaselli and Ken Semmer. I actually thought Cabaselli had a decent game. Um, and I also thought Ken Semmer had a decent game out of position. Um, he didn't get forward enough for me, but I thought defensively he, he, he did enough. Um, 
overall, he was he was run ragged. Bless him, <coughs> Ken Semo. Of course he, he was. was of course run he was. fucking ragged. He was, but that the, the the big issue that we've got, and it's clear to see when you when you if you you know we've all watched the game tonight, but mm-hmm. that mid that midfield is a million miles from where it needs to be, a million miles, um, and I, and I. It, you know, loser's a big player for us. He's got to come back as, as soon as possible. We need him back out there. Someone to dictate the play and, and calm things down in that middle. But um, overall, look, it, it, it's a terrible... It, it's not a terrible performance. It's a it's a bad performance away from home. We've, we've got away with one. I'd like to dedicate uh, tonight's points uh, to a Grand Theft Pointo. Uh, somebody came up to me and said, I've got a, a name for your uh, your vlog tonight. I went, oh, go on then. And he said, Grand Theft Pointo. So, um, absolutely no, amazing. No. Are, are, you now, are you now in charge of dedicating points from Watford Football Club to people? That, that's, that's yes. Quite an ele- Why quite not? An I, can, I, can, I can do what I want. I'm part of the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Well done. <laughs> exactly. No fucks are given here, Peter. This um, is true. But just, just very quickly, and then I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys crack on. Um, yeah. Jao Pe- Pedro. Full of fight, uh, full of hunger, wanted it. My God, that boy's gonna, that boy's gonna be something special. Um, get behind him, get behind the boys. I know it's not the result we want tonight. Um, Saar, fucking frustrating figure, does a, a wondrous bit of magic on on one hand and just shit on the other. But cut. so, so if we if we had a penalty against Burnley on Friday night, who do you want Jao, to see? Jao Pedro. Jao Pedro. Yeah, you want to see Jao Pedro? Yeah, I because think he's he's, out, he's got he's got swagger, Justin. He's just got that confidence and that arrogance that as soon I knew where Saar was going to put that penalty. As, so, as so soon the as he put, yeah, <laughs> so as soon as soon as he put that ball down. I knew he was going to try and just tap it in there. And it, he just looked... And there was a bit of um, argy-bargy before it, before he was allowed to take it. And it's, he just had too much time to think. And, you know, is that, is that three penalties now? The two against Man United? This yeah, one? it is, yeah. It is, you yeah. know, it's just... It's just leave the it's all true. Penalties. Yeah. It's anyway, all true. Guys, guys thank you very much. But you, me, and Justin, we can talk to our cow... Yeah, to the cows come home on a podcast. This is about hearing from uh, from the other guys. So, Carl, there at the game, we'll hear from some, some more people at the game shortly. Sahil, sir, if you'd like to hit your uh, your mic button and uh, and tell us what your thoughts were after after 90 minutes tonight. Hello, guys. Um, look, Hello, I'm going to go. I'm going to go on a mini rant. So just hear me out. Go for it. Um, look, look. For me tonight, I thought we approached it like a preseason game. All right. The, I don't know what the mentality was tonight, but we looked scared. We looked clueless. We were physically overmatched by oh. by everyone, and we were bossed off the ball from the start. You know, and, and the veterans. You know, like cleverly, they they were completely outsmarted tonight. Um, I thought our defensive sort of cohesion as a team was poor. Lack of shape in the middle um, was poor. You know, for, how, how, how can you give Cleverly 90 minutes in the middle of the park? I don't understand that. Like, look, he should have made the sub earlier. Like you said earlier, Sema should have, you know, been taken off Kamara switch to the left. I thought we made subs late tonight. Um, it should have been coming much earlier. Um, it, 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 yeah, all, all over the park, it was poor. And like, even for their goal, you know, that was that was poor defending, really. Cathcart should have been around there. You know the ball was coming in defensively poor. And the problem that I have now is, look, Sierra's gone off injured. I don't know how serious that is. You know, you're going to have true Stikong at the back. You're going to have Cathcart with him. And you've got Cleverly just in front of them. And that worries me. That worries me massively. Um, 
and, and look, I, I, look, look, I don't want to, look, Rob's coming, you know, it's going to take time for him to implement his ideas. And, you know, he's a bright manager. And whoever's saying all this crap, he needs to go, you know, you know, bugger off. You know, you don't need to hear that crap. It's too early. You know, he's still getting it. It's going to take a good few games. Um, but what I don't understand is, Saar gets his penalty. How is that not a red card? He's the last man. He's going to shoot. That should be a red for me. And the only issue, Ooh. the only other issue I have is Saar goes, Dennis goes, one of them goes. You know, who have we got at the minute to replace them, really? We haven't really got anyone. You know, we've got Bio as a striker. We've not seen much of him at the minute. Gino needs to wake up. He needs to back Rob now. Forget end of the window. Do it now. You know, cleverly, Kayembe played okay tonight, I thought. Cabaselli, Cathcart, they're not really starters for a top championship side. You know, we need to get our checkbook out, pay whatever, and let's get some players in. Because tonight showed, you know, our depth isn't the greatest at the minute. And I think he needs to get our checkbook out tomorrow. So not, a lot to, not a lot to disagree with there, is there, to be no, honest? No, that was very good. I will, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick up on a couple of things, but not disagree, but enhance on it. You say about the defending and, and the ball being put in. If you, as and when, and if you want to go back and watch the highlights of their goal, they get the ball and they push it around three or four times and nobody gets close to putting pressure on the ball. And against the quality that they've got in their midfield, if you do not put pressure on the ball, the defenders have to drop. Okay, because they will kill you with a pass over the top. And we stopped getting any pressure on there because Yao had basically been chasing the ball in kind of the attacking position on the left side. They switched it, moved it a couple of times. We have to have, for me, a proper midfielder in there. I wouldn't, you know, this this isn't a prophecy or or a statement or anything. But if Dennis goes and we move Yao Pedro further forward, I will have no problems with that if we can bring in somebody with some more solidity into that midfield to make sure that we are kind of equaling the likes of West Brom tonight. So we'll see. But Sahil, oh, sir, tremendous stuff. Excellent, excellent calls as always. Um, Sahil comes on and always speaks an awful lot of sense and does it, does it, does it quickly and with, with, with real gusto. Thank you, sir. Uh, Louis, how are you, sir? Cheers, mate. We'll catch you soon. Um, Hello, chaps. How are we doing? Hello, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, it's 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 one of those nights. But we having to remember that we we got a point out of this away from home. We picked up a point. We're in a good position in the league. But it feels somewhat strange. What were your take? Yeah, I was. I came on this last week, and I was under I was unbelievably positive. I was. You were. Uh, I was. I was just buzzing. I was like so excited for, for this season. Um, yeah, I just my initial thoughts are just would people have taken four points after two games? Yeah, I think they probably would have. We're still unbeaten. I know it's only two games, but yeah, I just I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff to, to ponder over. I mean, Sars' penalty was just, was just woeful, isn't it? It's just why why can't he hit it like it is goal? <laughs> just whack it. Um, it's just just really really frustrating. Um, say see, see, he was just not a left wing back. I, I just thought I thought I I. I I know Carl was at the game, and I always you get sort of a different perspective when you're at the game from watching it on TV. But I just thought Wallace was just Wallace was just all over him. Wallace kept getting to the byline, always got behind, always got the cross in. Granted, I thought the three centre backs today were absolutely brilliant. Every single header they just they just just sort of nudged it out, and I thought Truce de Kong was brilliant when he came on as well. Um, but yeah, I think mean, it, it definitely seems like we'll get changes on Friday. Whether it's Gaspar going to the right, Kamara back on the left. Um, yeah, just just so so many times we had like Kamara trying to cross with his right foot, and it, it just doesn't work, does it? Um, but yeah, um, I, I think a lot of people have said, you know, I just I think the concern is if you take Sar and Dennis out of that team, that team tonight is pathetic. It's really really bad. Um, you know, last week it showed. Today it was absolutely fundamental. You know, if we do sell one of them, 
we, we, we've got to reinvest that money into a centre mid because, you know, mm. throw money at Gustavo Hamer, throw money at Matt Grimes, throw money at one of these centre mids in the championship because it's so weak what we've got. I, I got battered before the game because I protected cleverly. And I'm not, not cleverly's biggest fan, but he was absolutely woeful tonight. Um, it just, just looks so weak. It's just not, it's just so, just gets, everything is so lackadaisical. Um, you know, so, so I'm that West Brom player and put him centre mid, he put the ball through for Saar for the penalty. But um, yeah, as I, I've, I've, I've still got faith in the formation. Um, but, you know, that's twice you've now played two in midfield and we've been overrun by, by teams that play three in the midfield. You know, Malumbi, Swift and Livermore tonight, they absolutely dominated it. Um, but yeah, it, it's got to be a centre mid and Rob, Rob must see that. He must see that and say to Gino, get me a centre mid. It's not difficult. We can all see it. Why can't they see it? And it's just, it's just really frustrating because we, we, another day we would have lost that game for one tonight. Another, another day we might have won it 2-1. But um, yeah, we, we, don't, look, we don't have to wait until long for the next game, but... If I could just, if I could just pick up on a couple of points here, or, or, or one point. Really. Um, so you were sort of saying, I think you know, um, without Dennis and Saar, um, we we haven't got a very good uh, squad out there or team out there tonight. Well, they weren't actually part of this season's plans. They were both up for sale, so really we shouldn't have them. So that that raises a good point, is in that there isn't really anything to sort of. I can't see anything better than them or in the wings waiting to, 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 to pitch up. So it is a bit worrying when we are relying on Dennis and Saar and they shouldn't actually be part of the team at this point. They should have been sold and moved on. So that, that is a little bit worrying, I think. I've just, I've just, I'll, I'll be quick as well because I've, I've got to jump off. But Go on. I, I, just, I just find that the Saar-Dennis the stuff has always been we've got to sell them to balance the books. It's none, none of it is we've got to sell them and reinvest the money. It's always we have to sell them, not should we sell them, then reinvest? I, I just find it very concerning that if we did sell them, that money's going straight into Gino's pocket and not onto, a, not onto a, a left-sided centre-back or, or, or a Cameron Archer on loan, whatever it might be, or a new centre-mid. I just find it very... Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I'm sorry to be the bad, bad news, but I just take Saar and Dennis out. We are... We're miles off. If Look, you, you can... You, you are... This is the place to come and be entitled to... Voice your worries, voice your concerns, and also voice the things that we're happy about. We all saw today what is very likely to be the championship goal of the season from a player we know can do immense things, but we also know that he can disappear for the next 89 minutes. Uh, we also know kind of pretty much what he's probably going to do with a penalty, but hindsight is obviously perfect. But Luke, thank you so much, sir. And I think I think it's it's right. You reflected the positivity of last week because we got our first win since bloody November, uh, since uh, yeah, since last November. Of course we were up. Of course we were pleased. Of course we were happy. Today might be something that Rob Edwards learns more from than he did last week. Um, you know, if he's the right man, then he's got to have the propensity or the propensity to be better than he currently is. That's not a, a criticism of him. He can get even better, we're sure. Lou, thank you, sir. Let's Cheers, go man. to a man. Let's go to a man. Cheers, mate. Um, who was at the game? I know because I saw a picture of him with Carl, and he wasn't cuddling Carl for a change because he normally does. Greg, Mr. Wendover Horn, sir, if you want to hit your uh, your mic button, you can come on. Are you driving away from the black country? Hello, Paul, Pete. Yeah. Paul, Hello, sorry, Pete. Before, you go, before you say, Greg, Paul, we'll be coming to you straight after. Anybody else, hit the request button. Go on, Greg. What are your thoughts, sir? Hello, Pete. Yeah, I'm on the M5. Uh, 
moving away from uh, the Midlands. Look at the traffic reports we're providing these days. Well, what a there, there you go. There you go, mate. There you go. Yeah, you call Sar a man of moments. Well, he had two. He had two moments. One absolutely world class and outstanding, and one shite. Um, that's 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 my summary. You know, put the ball down and just put your foot through it, boy. Um, he didn't look confident. He, I knew what was going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. Then boys have seen enough of Troy out to take a penalty. Why can't they just bang it? Just bang it. But uh, yeah. I agree with, with a lot that said. I, I can't agree with the guy that's saying that people are, are calling for Rob's head. Did they hear what? That, that's just a load of BS. He, he, he didn't, he didn't no, say he didn't say he was calling for it. He was actually remonstrating with other people hearing it. I got that. I, I haven't heard one person calling for uh, Rob Edwards's head. Look, West Brom are a bloody good side, are they not? We've taken four points off of two promotion, uh, you know, promotion challenges. You've got to, if you were offered that last week, you'd have taken it, would you not? Would you not? You would have taken four points. Well, well, particularly in the light of last season, where you know we weren't taking any points whatsoever. <laughs> this is a much better start to uh, to the season. Just they're a good side. Mate, West Brom are a good side. They're going to be there or thereabouts. They are well, a good side. They showed that tonight. I thought they played pretty yeah, good, to be a honest. Good side. I don't. I don't. Think, I don't think the frustration is with the the. Um, it, it's with the result. It's with the nature of the performance. The nature of being out out muscled effectively. Um, you know, nothing that they did was particularly. Oh, crikey. Premiership class. It was very, very good championship football. No, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But we didn't look like we had the ability to kind of stand up. Now, that's going to be interesting against a team like, albeit Vincent Company's Burnley on Friday. We hope that they will they will bring with them some more muscle, some more endeavour and some more some more preparedness to stand up to the physical side of it. Yeah, that's where I get we got that. bullied a bit. I get that. Look, Rob's no mug. He knows we need some legs in the middle of the park. We need some legs there. Uh, Tom, Tom Cleverley is the only, one of the only points I agree with dear old Uncle Ron on. Um, yeah, he, he's, you know, his time has come. His time has come as a first team starter. Okay to have him around the squad. However, no, not for me. Not for me. Not for not, not as a, not as a starter. But I will remind we, you, of course, that uh, the CEO actually highlighted him as being one of the standout players at the uh, in this league this season at the supporters committee. Um, yeah. He said, "Oh, we'll be all right. We got cleverly, and we got Cathcart." And I'm thinking, yeah, this, this, the CEO, the CEO isn't a football man, is he? He's a numbers man. So um, yeah, let's t- take that with a pinch of salt. I don't think you'll see cleverly starting in that team in a, in a month's time. I don't think you will. And, Dropping uh, the captain, do you think? Just you could be, you could be club captain and hardly ever play. Pat Rice was club captain and hardly ever played. Not a problem. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Get, you know, yeah, you know, maybe Gas Gaspel is a. Well, well, he came on and positionally he took the ball, found a Watford, a Watford shirt. I thought, yeah, that, 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 he looks like a defender to me. He looks like a defender. 
Yeah, I, th- I think tonight is a, has been a difficult game. Hopefully, something he'll have learned from. I think we lost a lot of shape. We're kind of stuck. Whilst we've got Dennis and Saar, we have to accommodate them. They're not out and out centre forwards, um, and it means that Yao is having to play sort of midfield, but he's not really a midfielder. So sometimes yeah. we're playing a three-four-three. Sometimes we're playing a three-four-one-two, and there is a real distinct difference in those in those potential formations, albeit fluid. And I think he will have had to have learned something from tonight in terms of the attitude that they have to go with, but also the personnel where he deploys them so that we can hold the ball up. We were really yeah. ineffective at retaining the ball for any period. The improved last, a bit lo- when Minaj came on, Pete. Improved a bit when Minaj came on. He won a few headers and, and it did stick a little. He's However, got he's, um, he's got a bit of physicality to him. Um, he has. He, he, he has. Look, we all know the window is closed. We all know what we need. We've got yeah. we've got we've got a right wing back coming. We've got. We need somebody in the uh, up in the middle of the park, and depending on what happens with the front two, we we, we need a forward. I get Justin's uh, worry uh, if they both go and we've got we've got nothing. I'm sure there's there, there are no bugs. There'll be a contingency in place. Uh, somebody will be lined up to come in if a bid that is suitable for either of those uh, either of those lads. That's how in summary, please, with four, four points, two hard games, four points, good start to the season, lads. We all looked at those four first four games and said, bloody hell, that's a hell of a start. We are unbeaten after yeah. two. We'll see where we are on Friday. Greg, have a very safe journey back, mate, and we'll, uh, Cheers, we'll, we'll catch you Friday night. You take care now. Yeah, see you, mate. the famous sloping pitch podcast we're following the greatest show on earth but would you like pitch side seats for all the action in qatar the heat the goals the drama well so would we but why not join me nick hancock in stoke-on-trent and co-host chris england in london's sw16 every game live from england the famous sloping pitch podcast we think this tournament could be okay sport social Super. Paul, we're just going to come to you. Um, so if you want to come off, uh, off we get that. I'll be with you just one second. We're just going to touch on, as ever, we ask for some five-word reviews. Um, Justin, have no idea who he might be, says keep Sar off fucking penalties. Might that be you, Justin? That could well have been me, That yes. could have been. Um, so a few likes that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's odd that one, isn't it? Uh, squad is good, not, not good enough uh, from Nelly979. Uncle Ron, sell the club now, Pot. So, well... What, why, why am I not surprised that we had that? Aiden will be with you after Paul, sir. Um, only Hornet said, uh, go take a nap, Ron, in response to that. So it's always good to see that. Uh, Pete Fincham, hello, Pete, if you're listening. We chased the game. Uh, James, somehow worse than last season. Uh, the excellent Paul Turner, who, who joined us last week, um, said a defence was way too deep. And I think that's absolutely reasonable. And we come back to my point about you've got to get pressure on the ball. Otherwise, the defence has to drop. And uh, we all know what happens when Watford drop deep. The inevitable. Uh, Watford status, years of neglect and uninspiring. Don't don't think I can disagree with any of these so, so far. Same as last season from Gary. Uh, uh, Milky Nuggets always always makes excellent points. We got fucking Steve. No, we got Steve fucking Bruce. Needed to pronounce that correctly. I got that wrong nearly. Uh, Chris Bone, who won't be listening because he's enjoying his beauty sleep, apparently, was saying, I was enjoying the summer. Lovely. So we'll go through a few more of those. But in the meantime, Paul, Paul, are you there, sir? Good evening. Hi. 
Good evening. Hope, uh, thank you for, first, first of all, thank you for requesting. Lovely for you to be here. What were your thoughts after two games in, four points, an interesting evening's football to view? What were your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know what to think because I would have taken four points before the match. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think most people probably would have done. Um, like many others, I think it's probably the performance that's standing out. And I think as much as I am backing him, and by no means on that train of saying Edward's out, I think he made a lot of mistakes today. Um, mm-hmm. I was speaking to a mate of mine on Friday um, about if we went with the same formation, the same players, we were going to get absolutely run over in midfield. It's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the substitution taking Kamara off instead of taking Sever off, I don't understand it. And I think every time the ball went near Manai, he basically gave away a foul. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's very, very uninspiring. I think we need a lot of work. And I don't necessarily think that actually this squad suits a 3-4-3 at all. Um, even with Pedro dropping in, I don't think that's working. Sar's not a more of a central player, which mm. is where he seems to be going. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a bit conflicted, but I'm a little bit negative, if I'm honest, I think. Uh, uh, this is the place to say exactly that. You know, uh, there, there's no reason why you would look at 90 minutes of that game and come away going, well, well, we're going to be running away with it because it wasn't that game. If it was a boxing match, it would have been stopped after about 55 minutes um, because we would be battered left, right and centre. We couldn't retain the ball. The only time we were able to keep the ball was when it was when it was hitting into Yao Pedro, who's a young lad. We should be having a, a greater level of physicality and ability to retain that ball rather than having to rely on this this this, this young kid's ability to retain the ball. Often dribbling with just using his head. That was a moment, I have to say. Um, he, he he is a diamond who is really starting to come good, but we need to fit the right things around him. I was talking about the five-word reviews, and one of them here from G. Lazarus. Lazarus, you want Hello, Lazarus. said, Kamara left wing back, Gaspar right wing back, happy. I think we did have a lot of square pegs banged very firmly into into round holes today. Um, you know, it didn't didn't feel right. And I think I agree with you in terms of the three, four, three or however you want to call it. We we need we just need something more in that midfield, either in terms of personnel, because we have played, we have had a history of playing two in the middle when it was Takure and it was Kapu, and you had this, you know, ridiculous level of running between the two of them, and you had uh, Kapu's telescopic legs intercepting everything. And we were able to outgun teams who played three against us. With the best will in the world, KMB and Cleverly, they are not those two. They are I, not Dakura and Gabu and their pomp. Sorry, yeah, it, it, it just it just shows how far we've kind of slipped, doesn't it? When you go from those two to KMB and Cleverly, it's crazy, really. Yeah, it's but, crazy. But one was in the top flight. We're now in the championship. We we know we've got to cut our cloth, but no, no reason why you shouldn't feel as you feel today, because that's exactly you know the kind of game we've just watched, Paul. So mm-hmm. that that's great. Thank you for thank you for calling in. Are you looking forward to Burnley positively now, as per last week, or are you looking at it with a sense of nervous anxiety after tonight? I mean, I'm going to be in Centre Park, so I'll be watching it on TV, and I'll hopefully <laughs> be enjoying myself. So, <laughs> so, so okay, sense of anxiety, or are you going to go positive? I don't know, but I'm going to be riding a bike everywhere. I go. Exactly, That's the yeah, yeah, hundred percent. In in all in all truth, I, I mean, Burnley is 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 always going to be a tough start. The first three games, I'm not so sure about Birmingham away. I think we should be looking to beat a team like Burn, Birmingham away, but. Um, 
the first three games were always going to be tough. We said, I, I said, to my dad, uh, if we can, if we can get through those three games unbeaten, it's a decent start. We got to build on it then against Birmingham, Preston, QPR. I think is next after that before we got Middlesbrough at the end of the month. So, yeah, there's a lot of work to do. And I, 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 I mean, I think Wendover just said then that yes, Rob knows what we need. Yeah, all very, very well. He probably does know what we need. Is he going to get it? That's the question. That is indeed the $64,000 question, which is also the weekly wage of Danny Rose, who's still with us. But that's not the point. Uh, Paul, have Ironically, a great... I, th- I think he could probably do a job in this team. Ahead <laughs> of Semmer, anyway. Well, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Paul, thank you, sir. Have a great time at Centre Parks. Thank you for calling in. Please don't be a stranger. Call in again. Um, just, le- just let us know how the how the cycle lanes are going on Friday. That would be super. Absolutely. Excellent stuff, sir. Thank you. Cheers, right. Have a good evening. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Paul, uh, sorry, Aiden. we're going to come over to you, sir, if you want to hit your mute button. And then we're going to be Hello. coming to Adam, and then we're going to be coming to Mr. Positivity himself, John Parslow. Hello, Aiden. Hello, Aiden, can you hear me? We've got you. You're there. You're there, sir. What, uh, what are your thoughts uh, after so- this evening? Oh, to be fair, I haven't watched it because I've been busy tonight. I was just going to call in and ask how it went. I've heard that Saar scored an absolute good goal and the midfield's been lacking. So I'd like to know how the game well, went, I think really. You're, you're up to speed, mate. I think you're up to speed yeah. there, basically. I, 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 don't <laughs> think, I don't think that Tom Cleverley should be playing first-team football anymore, to be honest. I've been hearing about that for like the last 20 minutes or so I've been tuned in. Mm-hmm. The thing is, he's been a fantastic servant for the club. However, he's, he's just he's just getting on a bit, so I don't think he should really be first team football. He shouldn't even he shouldn't really be anywhere near the squad. Well, the champ the championship, as we know, is an unforgiving environment. You've got to be able to run for ninety minutes. He's played two yeah. sets of ninety minutes in in, in 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 little over a week now. Um, so fair play for him to doing that. But he's not been at the races either time when he's either had the ball or getting to where he needs to be. I, I don't disagree. And there's nothing wrong with saying that a great servant of the club is no longer necessarily quite fit for purpose in terms of, in terms of what we need him to do. I think I think in terms of summary of the game, and it'll be interesting to see if anybody kind of uh, agrees or disagrees or otherwise, if you're a West Brom fan tonight, you are wondering how you have not got three points from that game. Now, the answers are one, Dan Backman. Secondly, some pretty poor finishing. And thirdly, uh, lady luck. But we could, we could have, with literally almost kind of two efforts on goal, one of which was Saar's uh, penalty, which was, think of the Man United penalty and the replay of that, and you, you've got it spot on. But the other chance that he took, which was in the 12th minute and was completely against the run of play, Aiden, he, um, yeah. he basically got the ball to the touch right. from, uh, from, from, from Craig Cathcart. And I'll just mute you there, Aiden, you've got a bit of background noise. And he basically took a touch, turned, still just inside his own half, and hit it a really flat trajectory over the keeper into the goal. Um, it will be up there with goal of the season, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Aiden, thank you for, uh, for, for, for calling in. Sorry, you got a bit of background noise there. So, it it well, sounded like he was doing a delivery, um, <laughs> delivery oh, or something. I'm, no, I'm, just on the bus. Oh. Ah, ah, <laughs> I thought you were no, delivering chicken. <laughs> no, normally, normally it's Carl that has a fight with uh, with public transport whilst on this thing, but that's that's absolutely fine. Aiden, thank you 
you surf for calling in. Hopefully you get to be able to uh, get to see a bit of the Burnley game and, uh, and give us a shout after that. In the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to add in Adam and then we'll come to you, John. Thank you very much for holding everybody. As ever, if anybody wants to come in and say what they want to say, we'll probably look to, to wrap it up around the top of the hour, if not beforehand, unless anybody wants to come on. Adam, if you press the little microphone button at the bottom left, let us know what you thought, sir. Uh, I thought that we got very lucky to get a point because I feel like prior mm-hmm. to the game, I would have taken four points from the first two. But uh, with, with the penalty, I feel like that was poorly taken and uh, should have been given to Dennis, even though so I won it. But um, I feel like at the end of the day, we did get very lucky to get the point and didn't really deserve it, in my opinion. But I see a lot of people commenting, saying, well, Bebba's out, and I feel like that's a bit outrageous. And we're all looking at the club. The, the, the club it's ridiculous. We're looking at the club owners to, um, to, to stick by the managers and to, do with, to, to sort of let them sign who they want and to really back their players. And then after two, I'd say, good performance and then one sort of lucky point, and we're all calling for him to be out, I think... It's outrageous, but almost as bad as the owners. I think he's done more in two games than Roy Hodgson did in however many he had in charge, to be honest with you. I can't believe people are calling for Roy, uh, uh, sorry, um, Rob Edwards' head. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous. Oh, I, I completely agree. And also, it's a lot more exciting football. Uh, when, we, when we do get the ball, we're sort of looking up. And I do feel bad for Jal Pedro today, especially, where... Uh, I think he's genuinely had a brilliant game, but at the end of the day, everyone's asked a bit too much of him, especially as fans. We're expecting him at a young age to sort of win us the game. I think he's done, he's gone above and beyond, but uh, we're expecting him. See, he just dropped off there, Aiden yeah. uh, or Adam. Sorry, I think he just dropped off slightly. Down. Oh, there he is. No, no. I think I think everybody there would probably take Yao as the pick of the of the two games possibly so far. Uh, although, in fairness, I think Backman for 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 all of the grief that he took last last season, um, you know, when he wasn't really commanding his box, um, had a great shot stopping performance tonight, um, and also claimed some of the balls that were being you know hoyed into the box there by uh, son of Paul Darnell Fall at Furlong. Um, into the box, they put us under a under under a barrage of uh, of uh, <laughs> of uh, a, well, under a barrage. Really, I don't really need to go any further than the word barrage. Thinking about it, but that's fine. Um, John, John, let's get you in. We've got a few other people who want to join in as well, including Alan Laffer. I'd really like to say hello to and Jason Rose, and also Gary. Oh, excellent! This is going to be an excellent end. Uh, John, are you walking across Chorleywood, dragging a very very um, unhappy dog with you, or are you somewhere more static now? Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually driving back from the game, so if, Ooh, if, there's too, an attendee. if there's too much road noise, cut me off, yeah? Cause I'm, uh, no, 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 you've got a, you've got a great line. Okay, I'm on hand. What, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um, I kind of agree with a lot what everybody said, but um, yeah, it was quite, it was quite interesting, because I think one of the, maybe one of the weird positives out tonight is hopefully that convinces the owners and Rob Edwards that we need that extra dy- dynamic in midfield. It's quite clear we got overrun. I defended cleverly last week for, for his performance because I thought he was okay in the team. But that doesn't mean to say I think he should be playing back-to-back championships games. And there's no way he can play against Burnley. He can't play three games. So so that's a problem. 
Um, I think some of the other positives really a little bit were, I mean, Batman, absolutely superb. Um, and actually, and, and the back three as well. Um, but I think, I, mean, I don't know if you can still hear me, but um, Dennis, I think um, tonight was really poor. And I was kind of calling at about 55 minutes for a bit of a change, maybe to get Gosling in midfield, put Pedro on up front. Um, yeah, a, num- a number of people were calling for that change yeah. um, on social media at the and, time. And, and it's no reflection of Dennis. He can, have, he can have bad or good games. We know we know the quality he's got, but if he's not there and he's not affecting the game and you need it, I do wonder what Dan Gosling has done. He must have run over several black cats not to ever be considered to good enough to play in the midfield until it's really too late, then play really, really well and then not get played again. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. But... Uh... I think that's something Edwards has got to learn a little bit. I mean, he's got three superstars in Pedro, Saar and Dennis, but he's got to be brave enough when he goes, this isn't working, and, and change it up. So, you know, you know, me, I want him to stay for two years. That's, you know, I don't I don't care. If we don't go out this year, I want him here for two years. I, I, I want him to grow with the team and, 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 and do what, what, what he does. But, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the good thing is, um, this is my first... Bizarrely, I've supported the club for 45 years. This is my first trip to the Hawthorns, and I, I sort of had to go and sneak it in tonight because um, I'm hoping we go up and they don't, and we, we don't get to play them for ages. But um, but, <laughs> but, uh, but it, it, we, we got a point when we absolutely deserve to be battered 5-1. So sometimes you've got to just look at it and go, we dug in. <laughs> Never mind the quality, feel the point. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Of the whole thing. That's yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, when we get to the back end of this season, the league table is decided by the points tally, and we all know that it's not for, you know, about how well you've done. We have had a pretty well. I, I thought it was a fairly horrific performance um, in, in many ways, in, in in terms of how ineffectual it was. But we do have a point for it. And that is something, and I think we'd have all taken that prior to the start of the season. So we'll see. So we'll go from there. John, thank you thank so you. much, sir. We've got a few people to get through. So yeah, uh, me, uh, to get yeah. to as well. Yeah, with, with pleasure, sir. Um, hope the uh, the dog enjoys the walk when uh, you get back. Yeah, it will be a late one. <laughs> okay, cheers. <laughs> There we go. John's uh, John's dog is the most walked one in 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 the whole of Shirley Wood, I believe. Alan, sir, Alan, if you want to hit your mic button down the bottom left, um, Alan, I thought, I'm delighted that you rung it because I've read loads of stuff that and comments, and we've been on various discussion threads, and I've always thought Alan, somebody would be great to get on, and you're here, sir. What did you What did you think of tonight in the season so far? Good, bad, or indifferent? Crikey, that's a build up. No, pre- yeah, no, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, having had time to kind of reflect on it, I, I think we have to take the view that it's a decent point in the circumstances. Uh-huh. Um, I agree with the general view that the, the balance of midfield isn't right, but I don't necessarily think that that means we need to go in the market. Ooh, uh, okay. I've got to recognise that we've got players in the squad that haven't yet had an opportunity. In the case of Loser, who isn't fit yet, Delhi Bashiru, who seems to have disappeared altogether, not sure what's gone on there, and Dan Gosling. And I think what, ten- what tends to happen is whenever we... And, I, and it's not just Watford, it seems to be any club. Mm-hmm. If there is a, 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 a poor result, a poor performance, whatever it may be, the first thing people seem to call for is a new signing. And I, midfield, for me, I'm not entirely convinced is where we need a new signing. The, the, 
the left centre back issue is far more pressing for me, and and you know possibly you know a, a, a more specialist left back uh, in, instead of Ken Summer. Um, on the, on the latter with regards Ken Summer tonight, I think he's taken a little bit of criticism. I think some have said that he's played quite well, and others have said well actually got roasted. To be fair, they doubled up on him. Absolutely, and, and at no point did did uh, Rob Edwards do anything to change that, and that really angered me. That's the one thing tonight that made me angry, is that I think he's got this philosophy or this belief in his system, and that fair play to him, that's great. But there are times when you need to compromise and you need to change the system or do something to protect your team. And tonight he let Ken Semmer down. Simple as that. Uh, and, and, you know, he's going to be a good manager and he might well be the second coming of, uh, you know, Graham. <laughs> but tonight, as much as we can say we didn't play well as a team, as head coach, he was diabolical. And, and, and I, I just wonder what your thoughts are on that, really. Well, first of all, well done, sir. Living up to my hype, I enjoyed that. Excellent stuff. No, no it's, I don't disagree with you. I think one of the things that we played today was a formation, not a system. Because, yeah. because if you play with wing-backs, what you have to do is show the opposition onto where you are strong. Now, yes, if the full-backs, if the opposition full-back doubles up and overlaps and they're good enough to play that in, yes, it can still hurt you there. But neither of the, 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 the wing-backs, when they were confronted with either um, uh, Dean Garner or uh, Wallace or indeed Townsend or Furlong, showed them inside. Now, when I, when I learned this formation, I learned it from Don Howe in 1998 from the England team of 1996. This was Terry Venable's side and it's how you would play this formation. And what you would do would be to show them inside onto where you're strong because you should have three centre-backs and you should have three uh, central midfielders. He would play with, yes, um, in the midfield, he would play with Gascoigne, if you recall, in, in the hole. And he played with Batty and Ince. So he played with two very defensive midfielders who the, the wing-backs, who were not defensive in any way, shape or form, they were Steve McManaman and Darren Anderton, couldn't tackle to save their lives. They sure. showed them onto the people who could. We didn't do that. We just fronted up and then, oh, right, they've gone past us. So I think there's elements of the game of the gameplay and the system that could be could be utilised, if that's how he wants to play. If he's got a different way of playing it, obviously that's down to him. But I don't disagree with you. And I think the, 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 the point was the fact that Hassan Kamara is a more natural defender. You mentioned about bringing in a speciality, uh, speciality left-back. Would you rather bring in a right right-sided equivalent, the lad Ethan Laird has been mentioned at, at Man United, and swap Kamara over to the left side as that specialist? Or do you think we need to bring somebody in? And if so, where would you where would you consider using Kamara? Well, it, it, it's more the case that I, I just don't think that that's Semmer's best position. I think he's better off in the left-hand side of midfield. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just worry that all, although he, he is... They're perfectly capable of doing a standing job there. I think as the season progresses, we could get exposed there. With, with regard to the right hand side, we've got to remember that we, you know, we still have, you know, uh, Ngakia at the club. We have uh, Kafka, who's a very adept right back, to be honest. Um, 
And so we've got options there. With regards to that three at the back kind of system, and you, you made a very good point about the mm-hmm. 99 England team, but if I remember re- re- correctly, in that back three, on the left-hand side, you had Pierce, And on the right-hand the side, you had Gary Neville. And in the centre, you had Tony Adams. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so you naturally had players in their right positions. And, and I'm hoping that once we've got particularly the left centre-back signing, um, we've got a more natural shape at the back. So we can then have Kamara left and Kaspar right, who I thought looked good when he came on. Um, And then ideally, you know, if we can find the right balance in midfield, I agree with a lot of the comments. I am worried about cleverly playing in that position all season. And I, I do kind of, to some extent, understand the point that's been made about him you know, Ari making a, a rod for his own back in terms of making Clev's captain. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily believe that we need lots and lots of signings. And I also am going to say, I actually think, come the close of the window, we will still have both Dennis and Sartre. Ooh. Ooh. So you don't think, you don't think anybody's going to stomp up after, after seeing... Well, I, I was going to say the penalty, but really the, uh, the 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 strike, as ever, the commentator said, oh, he's just added many millions onto it. No, he hasn't. It's interesting, isn't it? You've seen this this in this window, a player come from Sassuolo to West Ham, who, you know, I don't really know a lot about. It looks distinctly average to me. Mm-hmm. You've got Manchester United talking about spending six million quid on a 33-year-old, uh, you know, Austrian centre-forward who didn't look that great when he was at West Ham. <laughs> You've seen Alex, uh, sorry, Maxwell Cornet go from Burnley to West Ham for 17 million quid, who's a right-sided player, who who is a very good player. And and you just don't hear any solid, concrete offers being made for either player. And I think it could be the case that they might end up still being here come the end of the window. And, and, and you know, if they are, great, because in the championship they will tear it up. But, you know, I, I think of the two, I think Dennis is a better player. And I think, and this might be controversial, I think Sarah's in his level at, in the championship, to be honest. Oh, oh, Alan, you've got to come back a lot more often. This was great stuff. I like you, this Alan, everybody. Oh, tremendous. Al, uh, you, you, have, you have surpassed your, your hyped build-up from me, sir. A pleasure to have you on, guys. I, I, I de- genuinely want to make sure we get Alan on, uh, on, on one of our fan review podcasts as well, because this man knows of what he speaks. It's informed and it's great. So, Al, tremendous stuff, sir. Um, do excuse me. We're going to move on now to Jason. We need to, we no need problem. to, we need to wrap it up. But great stuff. Please don't be a stranger. Superb stuff. No Jason, problem. Good to speak to you. Cheers, mate. You take care, Jason. Jason, Mr. Rose, how are you, sir? Yeah, good. Thanks. Hey, how are you boys doing? You're right. Yeah, all right. After, yeah. after 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 tonight's events. Oh my goodness. What did yeah. you do? What did you do to pick the bones out of that one, mate? Well, I mean, first of all, I think we should call the police because that was robbery. <laughs> so uh, that, that, let's let's get that one straight off the bat. I mean, if we'd won the game, my God. I mean, Dick Turbin would have had a, a field day with that one. I mean, we just weren't very good. I mean. You know, I, I agree with a lot of the, lot of the, the comments. You know, we've all seen the same sort of thing, and you know, the midfield was overrun. You know, for me, you know, I, I know we've got these crown jewels of the the, the 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 tricky trio, if you will. But for me, you can't play all three of them away from home. You're asking for trouble, you know. And Emmanuel Dennis, I don't think did any, did anything tonight. You know, he ran the ball out of play three or four times. 
Um, he was very, very disappointing. He didn't offer anything as good as he was against Sheffield United, where he was basically unplayable. I just, I just felt he was anonymous tonight, and it was really disappointing. Mm. Um, I, I would, I would have sacrificed him at half time and brought Gosling on uh, yeah. just to try and give us something in midfield, bit of bite in midfield, uh, you know, because. I agree with everyone what says people say about Tom, you know, he hasn't got the legs, but God bless him. He's trying to run. He, he, he's trying to, there's just a chasm of space there. The him and uh, left foot Lenny, who's running, who's playing next to him. Um, they're, they're trying to sort of, you know, trying to run in. I mean, Kiembe, I mean, if the poor boy ever has to kick with his right foot, I think he might explode. I mean, what is going on with him? You know, he can, he, a professional footballer who's only got one foot. I mean, he literally just runs around in circles trying to find his left foot. I mean, Jake, you know. I, I've got to ask you the question, though, Joseph, with, with this, is we never make this observation about a right-sided player. We yeah. never turn around and go, oh, he's turning onto his right side. But because he's left-sided, it seems so much more, I don't know, pronounced, perhaps. I don't know if we give him too much. I thought he was as, 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 as out for tonight as I thought he was really, really good against uh, against Sheffield yeah. United. Uh, which and there definitely Agreed. needs to be some more some more help in there. Absolutely top top. Yeah, I just I just felt I'm I'm not saying anything that isn't controversial that people no, haven't said before. You know, yeah, we all saw the game and this is what the sometimes you sit here and you know you, we all sit there and flick through Twitter and it is quite 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 nice at times to think, oh thank God for that. It's not just me. You know, I sat here with my daughter watching it tonight and we were both looking at each other going what? Why hasn't he changed it? Half time, I sat and I thought he's got to do something because we're going to get annihilated second half. And to be fair, I think I think West Brom ran out of steam. I think I think they ran out of ideas and ran out of steam. And you know, bar you know, really poor penalty from Saar, we might have nicked it. You know, but um, we, we didn't play well. I mean, you know, I, I've watched a bit of Edwards, um, you know, uh, uh, interview on Sky, and he was he was brutally honest and said we you know, we, we we were second best and. Which is fine, and I haven't got a problem with that. But he's got to learn from it. You know, we can't mm-hmm. turn up against Burnley on Friday night with the same system, the same players. I mean, uh, you know, Alan and John before have made very good points. Tom, Tom Clever can't play Friday night. I mean, it's just, it, you know, bless him. You know, I'm not, I'm just saying he, he's not. I just don't think he's got it in him now to to play Monday, Friday in that heat and everything else. You know, they've got to be looking at, at some younger legs in there, try and get some freshness in there. You know, and. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's difficult because again, going back, you know, it, you know, beginning of July when the fixtures came out, and you look at it, you think, God, what a start this is! Yeah. Four points from two games, fight your hand off, you know. And I said to my daughter when just just as she left, I said, if we can get something out of the Burnley game, you know, five points from the first three games, you know, that that's a good return, you know. All right, I'm being a bit negative, saying five, maybe seven, but you know, you think, wow, what a start of the season, you know. When we were all pretty much, you know, I saw comments on Twitter, you know, as people saying, well, Edwards could be under pressure after the first five games because we could be sitting with no points. So, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult. It, it's going to be hard. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But I just hope that, you know, he, he looks at it, he takes it on board. I'm sure he will. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to say about tonight's performance was, um, and I might have mentioned it, was I just thought we were a bit slow changing it. You know, I just thought... You know, 60 minutes in, we were still getting over and the same problems were still there. And he just thought, yeah, make a change, make a change. And he, he fell into that sort of Uncle Roy sort of, you know, Roy Hodgson sort of way of just waiting and waiting and waiting. I just felt it was too long. But, you know, give the guys some time. Give the guys yeah. some time. So I'm calm, calm, calm. Four points for two games. Happy days. So I, I have to say, Jason, well said, sir. But 
the last three speakers have had loads of hand clap. Like, you know, when you're doing this, you get to see, you know, kind of people's reactions and the hand claps are coming up and everybody's absolutely positively responding to you, Jace. I think you've spoken absolutely right. And it, it's reasonable. We we don't try to be balanced here for the sake of being balanced. That's not the point. The point is to to try to have, have these this discussion and see what everybody's thinking and yeah. then then you get then you get the whole spectrum between you know the 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 uh the the, the gregs and the and the uncle rons on either side and all the people in between and and somewhere in that you get some level of consensus in it and i think that's a great place to be able to pick out was about you know rob hasn't done that hasn't had a great game tonight but you've got to hope he learns from it. We've got to hope that he's going to move on. He's still a very young manager, and this is his first time at championship level. And he was up against somebody who is quite quite easily derided in Steve Bruce, but re- who really knows his way around the championship. Oh, man, and he, he, been he, there, done it, bought yeah. the T-shirt, can't fit in the T-shirt, you know, and, you know, <laughs> you know. He's oh. he been there, you know, so it's, it's yeah, it was tough, tough, tough for Rob tonight, but he's got to learn, has to learn, he's going to have to learn quick, you know, so good luck to the fellow, you know, we're, we're all behind him. Jason, can't fit in the T-shirt, that's a glass house, I'm not prepared to throw stones. Yeah, in. you and me both, brother. Too, mate, too, <laughs> tremendous as always. Jason, lovely to speak to you again. Yeah, so take care. We, take we've care, got a couple of things we want to get you on as well, so cheers, mate, speak to you soon. Right, okay, so we've just got, I think, probably just one more call left to go, Han, but just before I do so, um, just uh, just want to quickly go to a couple of absolutely outstanding five-word reviews. Um, on, on the squad numbers, if you've, if you've uh, had a look on the uh, donotscratchyourrise.com website, you'll see the squad numbers. You can request your squad number. All you need to do is, uh, is drop us a, num- uh, a line, let us know what number you want, why you want it, and what your squad name is. But number five is Natasha Wright, who is down as the queen of five-word reviews. And she's she's come out with almost tonight's winner, a game of two stars. There you go, people. That's pretty good. But one, the other thing I quite like about this whole community is the fact that we can say five-word reviews, but many of us are so maverick, we all just go, oh, bugger that, we're not listening to that. And Bob the Hornet is such a maverick genius that I love him to pieces. His response is excellent. If you can see where, where we go past the five-word threshold, uh, he just keeps going. The system sucks. Midfield overrun. Nothing really created. Semmer is a bloody awful choice. Kamara should be left side and maybe Gaspar on the right. Dennis, obviously in the shop window, but he was missing in action. Cleverly is just crap. Runs around, but does nothing. Backman, outstanding. Now, that wasn't five words. But 55, 55 it, words. It was, it was very good indeed. I still like that an awful lot. Sam, sir, if you want to hit your mic button, I'm so sorry I kept you waiting so long. Um, no thank you. Can you hear thank me? you. Yes, we can indeed, mate. Thank you for being so patient. What are, what are your thoughts from, uh, from from this evening's one or draw at the Hawthorns? Yeah, so I haven't I, I haven't been on the space the whole time, but I've been for the last 20 minutes-ish. Um, cool. My my take is slightly more positive, Good. actually. Um, I think I think we, we've, we've had a bad game. This was not our, you know, this wasn't our best game. I don't think this will be our best game this season. I think Sars' goal was brilliant, but to be honest, I think generally the performance was poor. However, I think what does go is saying is, all right, Semmer, a lot of pressure and he's probably not our best player. Cleverly, probably is a bit old. But I think what's worth bearing in mind is we've got three six-pointers at the start of the season. We're four points out of two. What happens at Burnley will make a massive difference. If we're seven points 
like seven points to the good, three games in, three six pointers in, we'll be looking at the start of the season and saying, all right, do you know what? Not amazing at the Hawthorns, but we're actually we're doing okay. And gen- and generally, we've played against some of the better sides in the championship. Mm-hmm. All right, we might lose Dennis or Saar, so we'll lose some creativity up front. Cleverly needs a replacement, replacement, but at some point, losers coming back to fitness. Kamara, clearly not best on the right, can be moved to the left. I'd personally have started Gaspar on the right and played Kamara on the left this game, but obviously mm-hmm. I'm not the manager. Um, but I just think that's I think that's an important thing to remember. It's very easy to say the board needs to sign more players. This is a terrible performance. There's no way we're going to be in the top six. But actually, we've played Sheffield United, who are one of the better teams in the league. And we've played West Brom, who arguably have one of the better squads in the league. And we've come away with four points. And I think that is something that in and of itself is impressive. And whether or not we like shithouse this, which we probably did. <laughs> and, and in fairness, you can't... Damn, everybody. I well, love it's this. True. this is it's true. You, no, you, can't, you, you can't shithouse the season. And nobody's pretending you can shithouse the season. But in one of the bigger games that we might play, especially one of the bigger away games, to come away with a point and an opportunity to win it with a penalty, even if the penalty was shit, is probably not the worst outcome ever. And I think a level of reality around that is probably quite important. And what happens What happens on Friday against Burnley will make a massive difference. So if, if we walk away with four points, we'll be saying lacklustre. If we walk away with seven, we'll actually be going into the rest of the season on the front foot. And I, I think that's I think that's something good to remember. Do you see what I mean? It's kind of like it's it's quite it's quite. If if this was like December and we were playing Sheffield United, West Brom, and then Burnley, and we were like we were in a position where we were saying, okay, these are these are three of the top six, and we got three games on the trot, and then we walked away with seven points, and uh-huh. we you know we came out of second place in the second table, we'd be saying actually that's pretty good when whoever's in tops played like Coventry and you know Rotherham and someone else right it's like we've played some of the harder teams and we're still we're we're towards the top half of the table so actually i've taken a level of encouragement away from these first games even though we weren't great tonight i think we held on through multiple shots on target backman played well um and actually we got a 1-1 draw and that's the test of the teams that are going to do well because it's a tough league it's a quick league and actually to walk away with one point in a game where actually you probably should have lost and it's against the team that ultimately you're probably competing with for promotion you kind of can't complain Sam, brilliant debut call, sir. Please come back again. Hey, thank the, you, sir. The, the thing that we love about this 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 space, this business space, and I hope everybody else does as, as well, is the fact that we have regular contributors who come back in and, and they know the drill. They come in and kind of say their piece and kind of kind of move on fairly quickly, fairly disciplined, to try to allow those people who are fresh on for the time a chance to say what they want to say and get and that was brilliant and the the last the last four or five i tr- trust me the, the last four or five callers you have been so appreciated by the people on the uh on the desktop here that, that like a desktop what am i kidding who am i kidding myself it's a phone um be, because so much sense has been spoken um and we can all see the same game, but we can all have different opinions of it or of compartments of it or any elements about it. We can look at it today and say, OK, Steve Bruce, canny, wily old old manager, he's, he's done a job on us tonight, but he hasn't because he hasn't got the result. We've got seven, you know, potentially, you know, as you say, Burnley suddenly becomes a, an, an even more important game. Every game becomes the next important game. We know that. But you're right. If, if we can do something, then we're looking at seven points. Even if we don't and we're ending up with with, with, with five or four games, 
uh, point, points from those number of games, that really gives us something. Guys, thank you so much, everybody, for ringing in. I'm just going to go to a couple of five-word uh, 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 reviews that have come in. And then, Justin, do you, if you want to come in and just say something. But I just wanted to go through, through because so many people put in some, some lovely things. Catherine Jones, who is just the master of just quiet understatement when it comes. and just goes, Yao Pedro is pretty decent. I think Yao Pedro is, is is on his way to becoming the next big thing, um, certainly to kind of you know, come come out from from us. And then probably talking about tonight's game, Mike Smart. Well done, Mike. I like this. Never speak of it again. We'll pick up the point. We'll go again Friday. Go again. I can't believe I used such a cliche, but I did. Tonight's game will be remembered for the point, not for everything else, not for the not for the the lack of performance or otherwise. Justin, what do you what do you uh, what do you want to uh, say as as I round us off? Uh, well, just a final thing, really. Um, basically, we're playing Burnley on Friday night, so providing Roy's got all of his bits and pieces sorted down the bunker, um, we should be down there. Well, I'll certainly be down there from about half past six onwards. So, if you want to come down, say hello, buy us a beer. That's that's quite a nice thing. Yeah, we'd we'd definitely take a beer. Um, come down and see us down the bunker. If it is shut, we'll probably be at the red line again. That was really busy though. Uh, last home game that was absolutely packed even the garden was really busy too so let's hope the bunker uh, is open um, that's probably it for me Pete this is well past my bedtime mate so I'm going to probably sign off now and <laughs> go to bed um, yeah I'll, I'll let you finish it off <laughs> thank you Just. thank you Justin uh, right we're just going to go to our last caller because Martin has just quickly requested so I'm just going to let Martin in Martin hello sir if you hit the uh, the mic button, what have you got to say to fi- to finish oh, off, this, off this evening after that? Well, what to say about tonight? Stressful. Oh my god! Oh, I was... you said this. You said this last week, uh, last year under 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 Roy. But, we've, we we now you're, you're now saying it under under Robert. I like it's, it's more of the same. No, I I really like Rob Edwards. I do. But the only thing that frustrated me was that we need that third guy in the midfield. We were just getting torn to bits and we were very lucky to come away with something from the game but he did it and we managed to point so I'm happy for that and bring on the three points on Friday oh that's <laughs> the way to finish us off Martin lovely to have you back sir we're back um, after uh, a lot of people have been asking are we doing spaces we are doing spaces after each game um, for home games it's normally about half an hour but uh, away games in the most generally we are kind of straight on straight after as, as we were tonight Martin thank Take you for that. thank you everybody thank you thank you mate thank you ever so much for everybody who contributes everybody who listens because without you guys listening and then so many people listen and then contribute via via social media and in the comments and push us in a certain direction in terms of um, other things and other thoughts that we kind of do with the podcast. We've got a couple of, uh, we are talking with the uh, the Burnley lads um, from uh, from Turfcast tomorrow. So from about probably Wednesday morning, the preview around Vincent Company's new Burnley should be up. So we'll find out uh, what we should be expecting from them now that Mr. Sean Dyche has moved on uh, and a few more things coming to boot. Obviously, we're all looking forward to Friday night. So we will see you down the Vic come Friday night. Fingers crossed that we move on to seven points from nine. And it's been an encouraging start point-wise. Certainly a long way to go. But if we go back to, what, four weeks ago, 
prior to probably the Wealdstone and Wickham game, we had gone through four games in pre-season, hadn't got a win and scored maybe two goals and everything looked all over the place. With three weeks or so to go of the of the window, we know it's going to be important to make sure that things are concluded well moving forward, depending on what happens to Saar and Dennis, whether we keep them or whether they move. Um, we've spoken today about the requirement to make sure that we match up against opposition midfields, because let's not make two bones about this. Opposition managers will be watching tonight and will know that, well, OK, you've got two players in there that if we overrun them in the centre, we can dominate possession. Don't forget Rob Edwards' stated ambition this season was to dominate possession. We were circa 31% of possession the last uh, in the last 10 minutes for, for the 90 as I looked. Um, that's not what he wants to do. So he needs to bring in things that will hopefully allow him to do that. That's got to be either changes in shape, changes in attitude, changes in formation. But with all of that being played out tonight and it being a poor result, um, as was said earlier on by Sam, who came on and made his debut call tonight, um, we got a point. We went away. We got a point. Backman, we have to say thank you very much indeed. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, do go and, uh, oh, crikey, it's 20 past 11. Uh, go and have a good evening for the rest of it, and we will see you all Friday, and we will be speaking to you Friday night. You take care, all. See you now. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.